podcast for filthy casuals by filthy casuals. Hi everyone and welcome to Flashpoint episode 107, the last one for 2015, recorded Sunday, November 29th. I'm your host David Holloway and with me is the man most likely to be Australia's first full-time gamer. How are you, Simon? I'm good, David. I am full of the holiday spirit. I'm on my third glass of it. (laughs) Nice. And my comment about your full-time gaming comes from during the week where, and we're going to talk about lots of games tonight, there's just so much stuff that you mentioned you basically need to game full-time to be able to get through it. Uh, but I do with all these damn open-world games. Yeah, it's I know. Existence. Bloody and insane. all of my virtual existences as well. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and we, of course, have the man who is cooler than a cucumber with a beard, Mr. Ben McJanet. How are you, sir? Oh, has he got stormed out? He mentioned he had storms. Now he's dropped out on me, has he? He's oh, no, I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no, the beard got in way and hit the uh, st- uh, mute button there. That's all right, no worries. <laughs> so, yes, welcome. And um, we also have a fourth uh, person uh, joining us, which is Kazmas or Mr. David Carr, um, who's just been having some lovely Skype difficulties, but has just pinged me to say he's um, okay to join us in a minute. I've just got to add him on Skype, but I can't talk and do that at the same time. So, let's start out with what we've been playing, and while we're doing that, I'll quickly uh, and non-discreetly add him. Simon, what have you been playing the last... Well, it's only been about three weeks since we last had an episode. It it feels so much longer. Um, Probably because of the sheer density of games that have come out. Uh, So I've uh, Fallout 4, Witcher 3, Black Ops 3, Forza Horizon 2, GTA 5. There's a lot of numbers there. Rogue Trooper, Skyrim, SWOTOR, and some other stuff as well, but I can't actually remember what it was but too many games too many games and you, you, you meant to have fleshed that out a bit while i'm trying to add him and get him on skype tell me about uh, uh, no awkward silences it's what we're all about yeah well rogue trooper we were talking about it before the show started I, one of my favorite comics ever what era is rogue trooper from oh geez when did rogue trooper first come out good question david it's almost like you're padding for time <laughs> Well, Rogue Trooper first appeared, I couldn't tell you exactly what year, but it would have been in the, I guess, the early 80s in an English comic called 2000 AD. When it first came out, that comic was actually banned by a lot of parent groups because it was too violent. It was one of the first comics that actually showed graphic violence, blood splatter, the whole deal. Of course, it's the comic that gave us Judge Dredd, um, so please try not to think of that awful Stallone movie. Oh, God, yeah. I don't think of the Carl Carl Urban one because that was much, much better. Um, Yeah, no, Rogue Troop is a a game that was kind of... I've not really seen it floating around a lot. I've just hung on to it since I had my original Xbox. It's because it's an original Xbox game. Uh, But you can still play it on the Xbox 360 because, of course, that's got backwards compatibility with a number of original Xbox titles, quite a few of them as it happens. Excellent. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure we've talked about Ray Trooper at least once before on this podcast. It's just, it's such a great comic. Black and white, I think, throughout its whole run, wasn't it? Generally, in the day, it was, you'd have, uh, if it was, had the center spread, it would be in color, the first two pages. That's right. And then everything would be black and white. Predominantly, 2000 AD was a a black and white. 
And I had a, literally a plastic crate full of them and I think I gave them away, but I won't go back to that. Um, our, our fourth musketeer has arrived. David Carr, a.k.a. Kazmus. How are you, sir? Good, except for forgetting what my original Skype password was <laughs> and having to create a new account. So. Uh, excellent. Yeah, so besides that, good. Yeah, good to have you here. So... Uh, we've just done the brief intro and we're just talking about what we've been playing. So I'll just move on to you. Ben, what, what have you been playing past few weeks? Well, it wouldn't be me if I hadn't played a little bit of Destiny at some point. Um, I'm winding down while we wait for the new content to come out. And PSX is around the corner it's next weekend, actually, so we might see a new announcement then. Mm. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront, um, which I think quite a few of us have been playing. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands, I finally finished it. Um that has been probably the best Telltale game I've played. Uh, if you haven't played any of the Telltale games, uh, we'll talk a bit more about that later. Uh, Until Dawn. Um, this actually might be my game of the year. Um, I haven't finished it myself yet, but I'll exp- it's just been a really great game. And Last of Us, I picked up for the cheap the other week um, just as a second-hand game. So I played around with that a little bit, which was... A game of the year a couple of years ago for a few people. Cool. Hmm. Um, and the more handsome David, what have you been playing, mate? I have passed over playing Crack Destiny and have been playing um, Crackout 4 now, basically for the past uh, couple of weeks now since it's been out. Um, also got uh, Battlefield, um, sorry, Star Wars Battlefront, but yeah, Fallout's been. Um, sort of winning the game at the moment, been yeah. sort of getting in, getting into that. I haven't really played much of the story missions. I've just been going around exploring stuff. I also bought the uh, Vault Dwellers Survival Guide, the oh, yeah. big massive book in that. And, yeah, so helpful for when you're trying to find everything. And, yeah, I've just been going around and got myself a full set of XO1 power armor, so I'm pretty happy about that. All right, when we're going to have a round table on Fallout 4, that's cool. But you've answered a question about that book. I, I'm going to go and buy one now, so that's cool. Yeah, I like it. It's it helps. It's helpful for all the stuff that's in the game. Yeah, it's a good way of making sure you don't miss it. I know that um, that's half the fun of um, finding the stuff and all of that. But particularly when I just like trying to collect everything, so I like yeah. the book to help in that. Cool. Uh, and then I've been playing uh, like yourself a lot of Fallout Four. Um, a little bit of Star Wars Battlefront, a lot of StarCraft Two. Although, funnily enough, I've just not—I've not upgraded to Legacy of the Void yet. But I'm enjoying some of the game modes that they allowed even the non-upgraders to to access. Um, and like the rest of us, besides um, you, Ben, we I haven't played a bit of Destiny. I think this would be the first podcast in a long while that the majority of us haven't been playing Destiny. Destiny, who I say or what? Uh, give it a few months, it'll be back. Yeah, it will. Um, so that's what we've been playing. So let's probably just jump straight into the Fallout 4 roundtable. So I, I totally understand, Ben, this hasn't been your thing, so I, I know you won't have a huge amount to add here, so just bear with us. But oh, That's all right. I've, I've got a few questions for you guys anyway. Yeah, cool. Uh, probably just starting with general impressions, and then I'll throw to you guys. So I, I'm a total... Um, novice with the franchise, never played any of the previous Fallout games, just saw the promos for Fallout 4, thought this looks really good, I'll give it a go. Two or three days before launch, all the usual gaming media articles came out saying, look, it's it's riddled with, you know, 
the usual Bethesda problems as far as graphical glitches, bugs and so on, started to get a bit of cold feet, but thought, no, I'll buy it anyway. Glad I did. Um, Touchwood have only come across one or two very minor glitches, no big ones at all. So I don't know whether I've been lucky, but no issues there at all. Um, love the game to bits, and it's been the dominant game I've been playing. So we'll get into nitty-gritties, but that's my overall impressions. Um, Simon, how have you found it? Hate it. <laughs> and so I admit I'm nearly level 11, so I haven't played an enormous amount. So you hate it? All right, well, that's Simon's impressions. Yeah, we'll leave it at that, yep. Short and sweet. Come on, Simon. Oh, that's a nice awkward... There's another one. <laughs> uh, that's perfectly timed. Stop walking over my awkward silences, goddammit. Uh, I I like it. Okay, well, uh, I did play Fallout 3. Um, Fallout 4 is a, is a much more cheerful apocalypse, I, I find. Uh, the, it's a lot more colourful for one thing. Uh, there was a, an awful, it was awfully grey and brown and kind of depressing. Uh, as I suppose you'd want an apocalypse to be like that, but uh, yeah. So it's it's more colourful. The obviously the graphical upgrade from Fallout Three is it's not massive, but then it's a it's a huge game. So you can't just it's much easier for certain games to muster much more attractive graphics when you're basically just running down a heavily disguised corridor. When you're having to render an entire world and you've got radiation storms creeping in over, over the horizon and all of the crazy crap that's going on just, just as you crest a hill and you can see all of this stuff going on below you, uh, you know, rendering a whole world. Yes, Fallout 4 is not the most graphically sophisticated game, but it wouldn't be, would it? No. Uh, the, I haven't gotten as far into it as I... I was hoping to because I keep getting distracted by the, the next shiny that I come across, which is always a bit of a problem. I seem to have a attention deficit disorder when it comes to this sort of thing. So I'm really hoping to log in some serious hours over the holiday break because otherwise I'm going to have to talk to family. So uh, the game's obviously a much better solution to uh, spend my time. <laughs> uh, the, as far as the, the depth of the game goes, I would have to say that it's mind-boggling. Um, ju- just the building of the settlements, I can see myself getting lost in that. I have no connection to Minecraft whatsoever. Um, just uh, the, the crafting, the upgrades, some of it's pretty opaque. Yeah. It doesn't kind of jump out at you. Uh, some things I have found completely by accident. Uh, I have got the, the big hardcover guidebook, uh, which I don't regret buying at all. Um, I mean, the map is kind of handy. I've got my, my Pip-Boy for the, the one that I actually wear on my actual list has also come in quite handy, although it's uh, the interface is just as nightmarish as the one that you see on the screen. Yeah. So you, you do have to kind of wade through that. But I don't mind a few practical limitations and issues because it's kind of in the style of what you as the character are experiencing in the game. Mm. Uh, if, if everything did sort of get handed to you on a silver platter and everything was obvious, then I think you'd be in trouble. There's, there's, you wouldn't have a lot to discover. Uh, it's, it's not realistic. Half of the, 
the excitement or the interest of a game like this is just what you do stumble across. I mean, uh, I, I didn't know that walking through water uh, would give you radiation poisoning. Yeah, I discovered that too the hard way. Uh, found that out, got over the other side, and then, because uh, as usual, I just go off in completely the opposite direction than the one the game designers probably intended. Find a, a uh, an, an old, well, I suppose it's like a scrapyard, and there's this fascinating robot in there, and I do a bit of poking around in there. I mean, I, have, I haven't even gone to uh, uh, Concord yet. Uh, it's taken me ages to remember to say Concord and not Concord. Oh, see, I didn't know that either. So, well... Well... What? Oh, you just dropped out a sec. Keep going, sorry. Oh, okay. Because uh, it's uh, Massachusetts, it's pronounced Concord because they speak funny there. Okay. Not more so than, like, you know, like New Jersey. <laughs> You're doing an awkward sign something again, aren't you? Or has he dropped out? No, I'm still here. Okay. Did you just have a long silence? No, I didn't. I was still talking all the way through that. Yeah, it keeps dropping out. Oh, that's strange. Anyway, yeah, we'll I'll keep going. I'll listen you as well. <laughs> yeah. so am I dropping out for everybody? Was there a long, um, long silence, guys? Yeah, for me, it was, me as well, yes. Yeah. That yep. is same. very strange. Damn you, NBN. I thought it was supposed to fix all these problems. Yes. Um, but no, keep going, Simon. So Concord, they speak funny. Um, you haven't got there yet and pick it up from there. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I did a bunch of, found a quarry, did a bunch of other sort of mooching around, uh, found another set of power armor or a partial set of power armor. So, yeah, it's, I had a, a great time just nosing around and really not actually achieving any quests or resolving anything, I was just having a good old shifty. Um, and quite often I would find that I'd actually found things that I needed for later on when I came across other characters. Like I, I already had seeds for crops before anyone even mentioned planting food. Oh, yeah. uh, I'd, I'd already got the power core before anyone mentioned that I needed a power core. Um, so, yeah, it's, sometimes it, it pays just to have a bit of a, a sticky beak. Yeah, cool. And but, yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying what I've found so far, just in awe of the, the sheer amount of stuff yes. I have yet to find and do. I haven't, to say I haven't even scratched the surface would be an understatement. Agreed. And we'll talk about some key highlights and flaws in a sec. We'll do another round. But, um, no, that's brilliant. Thank you. And David, how have you found it? And roughly what level, Simon? Do you, so it sounds like you, I think you were six or eight or something like that? Yeah, still around there. Yeah, yeah. David? Yeah, I'm a little bit higher than that. I just hit 37 prior oh to um, to <laughs> coming up on to coming on the show. So, so yeah, I've um, mission-wise, I actually today only just started doing a little bit more of the story mission. I've just been doing a whole lot of the side missions, um, building up my settlements. I think I've unlocked about six settlements, six or eight settlements okay. now. I had a couple that, are, that I've like put a lot of effort into and others I just can't really be bothered. Um, so occasionally you get things saying that they're being attacked, so um, I went down and, yeah, just defend them and that. Uh, funny tonight, I 
had one. Here's a little tip for you. Um, apparently, there is ways of farming legendary stuff. So, myself, I had a defender settlement, and one of the guys there was a legendary guy. So, if you don't like what the legendary guy drops, you just load it up again and go back and kill him, and it's always random stuff that they drop. Okay. So, so it's a little thing. If you get something shitty in that, some shitty armor, and want to try to get a weapon, that's why I'm doing it. So, and yeah, I've been sort of going around collecting a whole lot of the legendary weapons. I've been having fun with them, and also. I've done a lot of the skills for where you can mod stuff, so I'm now just locked out on on level at the moment. I can't get the top mods and that. So, and like I said, there's there's a way of getting a full set of XO one armor, but you have to be minimum level twenty nine to get that. So it's just you can actually go to the spot um, in the world. Um, but it will be a lower set of armor that spawns, so you just got to wait to a uh, set uh, till a particular level, and then you get the good armor. Um, but yeah, story wise, as I said, I've been enjoying that thoroughly. Uh, just been doing all the side side missions. Uh, this is just even the amount of side missions that you have is amazing. Yeah. It's as, and as I said, like we got up to level thirty seven just by doing all that stuff. So it's I've sort of sometimes as well the. The good thing about having the book is you know where stuff is, but then sometimes they go to a place and it's like, nah, I really can't be bothered looking for looking for that in the book, so I just go somewhere else and just yeah. – but yeah, at least unlock the um, instant travel point. So that's half the time what I've been doing is going around. Um, the whole one, one nice mod now I've got on my armor is um, I can – Anything alive gets highlighted for me, so it's kind of funny. Whenever I'm having conversations with people, I get this globby red from them. But when you're walking around the uh, wasteland, it's quite awesome. You'll see this like little glowy appearance on the on the horizon. So I then just like duck down, go into snipe, and pull out my 50 cal sniper, or use a um, gauze gun, and it's pretty awesome. So it's quite funny when you start sniping things and they're running around trying to work out where the hell you're shooting them from. Yeah. So. yeah. Cool. And, and but no, yeah. Quick question on the power armor. I'm assuming you don't wear that all the time. I do. I actually do so wear we, it all the time. Because uh, without getting into too much detail, where are you getting the fusion cores all the time to keep it powered up? Um, just being fine and around the place. I've found up to about 35 just by traveling yeah. around. Okay. And like, even in one place, and that I found like three of them in one place. So it's, yeah, there is quite a lot. Occasionally I'll build up a few caps and buy a couple and that, but most of the time I just, um, I've just been finding them and looting them. Like, I think the best I found one time was three in one go, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I'm constantly in the power armor now. I never take it off because I've, I've got mods where I can take the X1 up to level four armor. So I think it gives me like 1600 damage uh, protection on ballistic and about 1200 on laser, I think. So nice. it's, uh, it craps all over my normal armor of only 65. So yeah. Okay, cool. I'm not jealous or anything, but if you're not taking your power armor off, I bet it smells like feet. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you do actually have to take it off. When you're doing crafting, you can't craft in the power armor. So it's kind of funny because like with the power armor now, a couple of mods I've done as well on them, I can carry like 460 weight. So um, with the power armor, you get loaded up to 460, but then normally I can only carry 300. So I get out of the power armor. I'm like walking so slow until I, because 
always, I just collect the uh, weapons. I don't worry about collecting armor too much. I collect the weapons and then dismantle them to get parts because you always need parts. So, so yeah, it's always fun when you then get out of the armor to walk around and do stuff and you're, like, going so slow. Oh, and I think I've become like Simon playing this game. I just collect everything, every little bit of bit of stuff around the world and that. I just collect it now. Yeah, same. I'm so overburdened all the time. Yep. Yeah, that's why it's... Um, if you do the first mission in um, Concord, which I always think of being that, if you do that first mission, though, you get a set of X-45 power armour, and even even just having the 45 power armour with the extra bit of um, carry capacity that you get is way worth it. There you go. Yeah, I've, I've left mine back in, um, in Sanctuary Hills for the time being because I've, I'm missing a missing a couple of pieces that got uh, too badly damaged fighting the whatever the hell that was in the main street. Yeah, that was You can cool. repair them. Oh, I, I know. I just haven't found the, the bits and pieces and in all honesty, I was too busy planting tomaco or whatever the hell that thing is. Yeah, tomaco. I'm called it tomaco, yeah. It's something like that. It looks, it looks god-awful, but the residents seem happy with it, so that's fine. That's what counts. I, just I, need, like, the, I, need I like the razor wheat. So what are they going to do, cut their mouth when they eat it? That's right. <laughs> All right. So, um, and so, I mean, we've covered some of the highlights there, so probably just to be negative nillies for a while, um, and I'll start off with some of the downsides. So, Simon, you've already mentioned the interface. The interface, the, the Pip-Boy, whether I don't even use the app, to be honest, I, but it, the Pip-Boy in the game shits me to tears. The crafting, yeah, it takes a lot of getting used to... Um, I just find the interface a real problem in different bits. And I also find probably just because I'm crap at it, but compared to, say, it's not a fair comparison, but compared to Destiny or Wolfenstein, the last first-person shooter I played, I just find it very clunky fighting. Um, Being able to turn and target and all that stuff is just nowhere near as good as either of those games. I just find it it is very much like an MMO, which is, I suppose, the, the only reasonable thing to expect. So, yeah, interface... You could always switch to first person or um, you start using VATS. Yeah, and see, that's part of the interface thing. I've tried with VATS and I need to read in more detail. It confuses the shit out of me. Oh, yeah, well, that's, that's normal. Yeah. It's <laughs> I, only, I only started using VATS when I was in about level 20 and I'm like, why wasn't I using this before? Yeah, I need to do more on that. I just, it's, the interface needs a lot of work. Um, just, just out of curiosity, um, especially talking about negatives, uh, what version of the game are you guys all playing? PC, Xbox, PlayStation? Yeah, good point. So I'm PS4. PC for myself. And I'm on the Xbox One. Woohoo! Got it all covered. Okay, yep. well, uh, quick question for Simon then. Xbox One, how many bugs have you found? It's been reported as being the buggiest game. That's funny. I heard the PC version was the buggiest one. I uh, heard the PC was the most stable, so... Yeah. Uh, I, I, apart from um, some characters sort of Turning and walking into a wall, I haven't really noticed anything. Okay. Um, uh, dog meat's been been. No, I haven't. I haven't really noticed anything. Well, okay. It's uh, it's been a, a pretty a pretty immaculate experience, as best I can tell. Okay. Cool. And I, I'm just wondering as well because you're all on different platforms. Um, maybe Cosmos, you can enlighten us a bit more. But do you find the PC? Interface seems to suit the game a lot better than what maybe a console interface would. 
Yeah, I've, I've not, I haven't had a trouble with the um, interface because using the mouse and that, I find it the easiest and mm. like the hacking stuff as well. I presume you guys know when you do the hacking, you can find there's ways of trawling through and you can remove some of the words that um, some of the answers. Did you know that? Nope. Oh, okay. Right. Neither did I until, uh, until last week. So. so how do you remove it? So what it is is basically like your um, brackets. You'll oh, see yeah. – um, so you have – there'll be an open bracket and a closed bracket of the same type. If you – when you start moving the cursor along, or then highlight it. You click on that and then that removes um, some of the um, answers so you can oh, guess uh, guess less. But, um, yeah, um, and Dave, when you said about the craft and that, to me, that's the best thing. I love crafting on that, particularly when you get the new. When I get a new legendary weapon, I'll go back and then see how I can improve it and stuff like that. I, so li- I like the. I crafting. really love getting. I to like it. the crafting. I just hate the interface. It's, yeah, I can understand yeah. that with doing console. Yeah, I find on PC, I find the interface fine. So, for example, I've read that you know you pick up all this, and I'm like you guys. I collect everything. When I get back to a workstation, I, I you know do the click the transfer button rather than the craft button, and then transfer all my junk and other stuff I want to offload. Now, my understanding is though, to actually craft things, are you needing to break the stuff down before you transfer it, or it does count the the materials that are in each of those pieces you transferred towards your counts to craft? As far as I know, it automatically yeah, that's what counts I, that's it. What I found. So. Yeah, a lot of people were writing that they were needing to drop it all in front of the crafting thing before they could break it down. I thought that didn't seem right to me. That doesn't sound No, no, no sound. I've never, never broken stuff down. No, the only cool. times I break some stuff down is I used to, but now I just sell it off is like when you get closed because you can't break them down through any of the um, workbenches. Right. So I got sick of throwing them down and just getting cloth, so I just sell them off these days. And I love the fact that all the workbenches um, share the same inventory so you can be in the you know, middle of a long part miles away from nowhere and, and get rid of a lot of your junk. Yeah, that's that if you've got the trade section. If you got um, that, only works if you have the um, supply line set up. Oh shit, that does. <laughs> Damn. If you got if you got supply line set up, yes, it does. If you don't, then no, it doesn't. So I, I'd have to go back to that bench, and that stuff will still be sitting there. Yeah, it'll still be sitting there, yeah. but you can't use it Elsewhere. from if you're yeah. in sanctuary. Yeah. yeah. So because when you have the supply line set up, like, is like I my main base is sanctuary, probably like everyone else. Yeah. Um, I got another base set up then, and I set a supply line from my sanctuary to that one. And when I started going around building stuff at that base, I was just pulling the stuff down from my sanctuary <laughs> because I didn't have anything at the um, new base. Okay. Cool. Um, Simon, main irritations for you? Do you love being in control? Um, yes, I do. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, I thought that was you. No, no, that was someone browsing to a website with an ad. Sorry, that was an ad on a uh, website I was bringing up for some Fallout 4 stuff. That's all right, no worries. So <laughs> it's you, Scrunchy McRapper. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> right. Simon, what's annoying you? I know you mentioned interface. Anything else that's particularly... Well, the interface isn't that big an annoyance. It's just uh, it's just the unrelenting green. Uh, sometimes is yeah, bit, uh, and uh, you know it's just a case of getting used to it. Um, at this point, I'm not going to really say that anything is particularly annoying. Um, excuse me, Simon. Another thing: did you know you can change the color as well of your interface? 
No, I can't do that. It's green. It's always been green. It has to stay green. Okay, but if you just get sick of green, you can change it. No, green. Always green. It's a pit bull. It has to be green. I'm not being obsessive. Not Shut up. No, no, no one said anything along those lines, Simon. It's okay. You were thinking it. The voices told me you were. <laughs> well, I no, just... no, that, that's the strange man in your kitchen. So nothing big, Simon, beyond um, you, you're happy for what – I know you said you've got to do a lot more time, so. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I do. I've got to stop being distracted by all the other games. Um, I'm sure things will present themselves because inevitably they're going to and the, the um, Bethesda games can be a bit janky in places, but some, more often than not that turns – it's more charming than it is anything else. Um, yeah, I mean, the, uh, the opaqueness, the, the sheer depth of it, as I mentioned before, I could be complaining about that because things aren't made obvious. But, again, I, I, I like that. Uh, and you, you, uh, you play a game and you discover that there's something you could do a long time ago that would have been really helpful. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, not thinking of any Destiny in particular – and uh, but it's, it's amazing what you you can sometimes find uh, new ways of doing things and have different experiences from everyone else by having to find a way of coping because you miss something incredibly obvious. And I don't think that's necess- that's not the, the wrong way to play the game. It's not an invalid way of playing the game. Some sometimes it's a it's more interesting because it's your solution to the problem, not the one you were supposed to take. That's right. Cool. Um, and David, any key annoyances for you that you haven't mentioned? Uh, just that the load time's starting to get greater and greater. Yeah. Okay. Um, because what I, f- someone, I heard someone talking about it before and didn't actually realise it because what happens is every time you kill Sank and then argument's sake, you don't loot the whole thing, that gets saved in the game, u- game universe. Uh. So, yeah, if you go around sort of building up a nice collection and that, unfortunately... Yeah, you'll um, can start getting a long load time. So sometimes that's why I go around and just collect everything and clear them out because I found that if you do that, they then seem to disappear. But um, yeah, no, that's about the only thing. It's just the load time seems to begin cool. a little bit um, long in that. But no, I've been enjoying it. Good. And I mean, it uh, goes without saying. I think in the next week to ten days, I think PC is first um, for the first patch, which. The patch notes are very brief, but there's some nice broad terms like, you know, memory and bug fixes, which could be a whole mass of stuff. So I believe it's in beta for PC and consoles will follow behind that. So That sounds like PlayStation patch notes. Improve security and stability in some games. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you say every time, Sony. It doesn't tell us anything. No. That, that's like their customer service replying to you four days after the fact. Oh. Yeah, so looking forward to that first patch, but I'd like the, the rest of you guys haven't come across any key glitches. So there you go. So if you haven't played Fallout 4, particularly if you played the previous Fallout franchise, I'm yet to hear a person say that it's not a good extension of the franchise. And if you're like me, have never played it, um, I, I'm definitely glad I have, and I'll be spending a lot more time in it, particularly uh, given it's got more story in one settlement than what Destiny does have in the whole game. That's true. Yes, that's true. <laughs> um, just quickly before you move on, um, the Xbox One and the PC version have the mods available for them. 
Um, and IGN's doing top Fallout mods of the week sort of thing, same as what they did with GTA when it came out on PC. Um, and there's one particular one which I wanted to highlight, which was called the John Cena weapon. Um, what, you can't a, see, see them? No, no, it's a uh, teddy bear launching nuclear bomb weapon oh, that cool. uh, yells John Cena every time you fire it. Uh, you, you got the invisibility. Yeah, well, that'd be another good one for her, wouldn't it? Yeah. You've got the junkman weapon that fires the junk that you collect. I haven't actually, I've got it, but I haven't actually used it yet because I actually find the junk too valuable. Yeah, I wouldn't be wasting it either. Um, yeah, no, really cool. Great game. And it, it just one, sorry, just one note before you, we move topics. Uh, if the Xbox One version comes with a, a code for a free version of Fallout oh, yes. 3. Yes. So if you haven't got that and you wanted it, that, that's a good way of doing it. It's part of the backward compatibility thingo that's happening now. Also, just on the backwards compatibility thing real quick, uh, the Gears of War Ultimate Edition, if you bought that back in August, I think that the cutoff was end of October, uh, all the uh, previous Xbox 360 Gears of War games are now free to you as part of backwards compatibility, I believe. Oh, oh just what you need, son, more games. I've already got them on disc anyway. There you go. All right, so to go, let's go from Fallout 4, which is a graphically not too bad game with massive content, to Star Wars Battlefront, which is a graphically superb game with bugger all content. So, so pretty. I've given, given my thoughts away, but we'll take the same tack, uh, general impressions, and then highlight some flaws. So... Uh, yeah, look, playing it, installing it's cool. As, although I'm a bit annoyed, I bought the disc. I still, I'm in the Simon Potter camp as far as buy the disc where you can. And I, I wasn't impressed with having to wait for ages to download an enormous amount of data before I could play the thing. The mini game where uh, that you get to play while you're waiting for it to install is pretty cool, but get, it gets old pretty quick. Um, I take it that's the PC version. That's PS4. Oh, PS4. Yeah. Oh. Um, install it. What's Look, that? all the controls are the controls are fairly straightforward. If you've played Destiny or, in my case, Wolfenstein, the controls are all very similar. So that was good. I, I liked that I was able to get into the mode of things pretty quick. Um, I stupidly and I should have realised because I did play the original Battlefront years ago or whatever. I should have realised that it wasn't a story-driven game, but I still managed to find myself disappointed by that. In that. There's obviously not a narrative that goes throughout. It's just a whole bunch of mini-games in it. It's essentially a big PvP game, which most people would know with Battlefront. Um, There's a lot of variety in the different mini-games. It looks pretty. Um, The flight stuff is pretty cool. But I've played it, honestly, I think for two and a half hours straight, and compared to Fallout 4, it loses out every time. Um, Simon? Yes. At least you predict or for the last show of the year. I'm glad you did that at least once. Yeah. Well, why not? There's some traditions that need to be maintained. That's right. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoy a bit of uh, Star Wars pew-pew and running yeah. around alien planets and shooting things, and that's why I have SWOTOR. That's right. Exactly. There's nothing in this besides the graphics that is better, and I'd argue in some ways it's worse than... Um, Oh, God, uh, I've forgotten the name of the PvP in SWOTOR. Warzones? Warzones. Uh, there's not, like, some of the Warzone um, 
tactics is is superior to Battlefront, except for the flying. Yeah, oh, look, the flying definitely beats. Um, yeah, the flying. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. That's yeah. no comparison. But as, as far as my opinion of the of uh, Battlefront, I, I haven't changed it. I've, I tried the beta on the Xbox One and the the PS4 to see what it was like, and thought, yeah, it's very pretty. Uh, it it looks great it sounds awesome it's just nothing in there for me i i don't i've i've already got games where i can run around going pew pew and shooting other people or shooting bots i mean you can't even shoot bots in in battlefront uh i might get it at at some point when the price comes down a bit um so i can have a bit of maybe have a bit of a bit of a run around with you guys but there's absolutely no incentive for me at the moment in the minimum viable product state they ship the product in uh, the the season pass I'm not sure if that's worth it yet we'll just have to see what the battle of Jack is like sorry Jakku um, and is it Jakku? yeah Jakku whatever Jakku Haku uh, I don't know I've heard it pronounced 12 different ways I think yeah but that, that thing uh, we'll see how it fleshes out and whether they, they use this as a platform like Destiny to keep um, incrementally adding things to or whether they uh, they do an annualised release of it so we get this and then we get another Battlefront. And I, I'm just not, not convinced. I think DICE have done a, a really nice job on this for what it is. I am as cynical as hell about where the future of this game is and I've already been sucked into into one evil publisher's uh, domain of evil, and I don't intend to get sucked into a second one. No. Agreed. And David? Um, Yeah, I like it. I was actually quite happy with installing this. I didn't have to download 20 gigs like I did on Fallout 4. Um, Sorry, just that, that, sorry, going back, Fallout 4 pissed me off because on PC it came with one DVD uh, with five gigs on it and you had to download 20 gigs as well. So, But uh, no, the Battlefront came with five discs, so I installed everything fine, which I was very pleasantly surprised and very happy, so I managed to play that night. Um, Graphically-wise on the PC, love it, looks awesome. Um, I knew what I was getting into was basically just uh, Battlefield 4 in um, yeah. Star Wars. I, I do like it, but at the moment, Fallout 4 has been winning over for me. Um, most of the maps I do like, except for I really can't stand the Endor maps because of all the trees, people hide, and I just find it frustrating. So I seem to die more on those maps because I can't see everyone. So, um, But no, the... I've mainly still been playing the Walker mode, so I like them. And also, there was another, basically a team deathmatch type one. It was quite fun as well. So, yeah. uh, got a couple of times. Um, got Boba Fett one time. Got a hero and managed to get Boba Fett, and that was quite fun. Managed to get a nice killing um, killing spree on uh, with Boba Fett, so that was quite fun. But no, it does. I have been enjoying it, but I don't play it for long because Fallout 4 has been right. getting all my time at the moment. I mean, I've, I think I've only killed about ten people in, in Battlefront to date, but I, I was pleased I managed to flick killing Luke Skywalker once. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. <laughs> oh, I just get killed by um, just too, by the heroes too much. In one Endor map, I just kept on getting killed by Luke, and I was just stung it so annoyed at it. So. Yeah. Excellent. And um, Ben? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I think what people need to remember, and it's just my own personal opinion, so... But 
what people need to remember is it's always been advertised as a multiplayer-only PvP yeah. game. Uh, it is basically, for all intents and purposes, it is your PvP arena, Warzone, uh, what else they call it, Crucible, you, you name it, it. That's all it really is. Um, and because I've heard a lot of people complaining about the depth of the content and stuff like that, and I, every person I say that, well, what do you really expect? It's EA, it's DICE, um, they're going to make their money on the um, DLC, um, not so much on the initial sale of the game. Which would be, um, which would be fine if, if it was 50 bucks, and that's where I struggle. Yeah. Even, even Destiny using it as a comparator, mm. Destiny yeah. has nearly as much Crucible content, not quite, mm. Um, and it also has the single player stuff, and it was a hundred bucks. Yeah. That's where I really struggle with it. Well, that's exactly right, and I agree with you. I mean, I picked up Battlefront for sixty eight dollars from JB Hi-Fi. Um, I think it's on special at Big W or Target, one of those for sixty four dollars at the moment for Christmas sales. Um, but yeah, the the game itself, I actually haven't having a lot of fun with it. I'm loving Fighter Squadron in there; it's my favourite map type. Um, the heroes I love playing as Emperor Palpatine or Princess Leia. Um, they're support heroes and also means that your teammates can spawn on top of you as uh, royal guards. Um, so if you're Emperor, you get shock troopers spawning around you and they do extra damage and they've got heavier weaponry. Uh, and same with the honor guards for uh, Princess Leia. Um, you can drop down little support uh, boosters and things like that so they can pick up rocket launches and things like that. Um, I got a 30-player kill streak playing as the Emperor um, just by dropping stuff for my shock troopers and then lightning anyone that came in front of them. Um, so you can have a lot of fun with the heroes. Uh, Endor, I think, is the prettiest map. Um, just to disagree with David real quick, that's where I got my 30-player kill streak um, as the Emperor. But the, tree, the trees look nice, but they shit me. Yeah, they get in the way. But the thing is, if you're on the Rebels... It's great because you're wearing camouflage and the stormtroopers stand out like dog's balls because they're all dressed in white. Whereas yeah, if you're on the Empire, you're struggling to spot the rebels in their camo. So yeah, I think I've mainly played that as an Empire side. I don't think I've yeah. actually ever got an Endor one as a rebel side. Yeah, and that, I think that's probably part of the problem with that map is the rebels are all in camouflage and all the Empire, all the stormtroopers, they're wearing white. They're not wearing any camo at all um, unless some... Miraculous players managed to get to level 50 and unlock the uh, Shadow Trooper costume. But that's the only alternate Stormtrooper costume really there is. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoy the game for what it is. It's great for just jumping in, having a quick multiplayer deathmatch, shooting some stuff, getting out. That's you, right. You don't need to spend 10 hours straight in this no. game. If, you, if you're doing that, um, you've got much better attention span than I do. Yeah, no, You're going to burn out quickly if you do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and like we said as well, the, the price of the DLC, I think, is probably the biggest stickler at the moment. Just, yeah, that season pass, uh, it's, um, it'll be interesting to see what they include in it, but the price is just way out of league. Yeah, it's a rot. Mm. So, there we go. We'll keep this one shorter because, yeah, compared to Fallout 4, there's not that much to discuss. Um and we've got a bunch of other things we want to mention. So, yeah, there's Battle Battlefront, and I'm so devastated. It's already $68. Usually you don't lose out badly pre-ordering, but I lost out badly there. I've learned a lesson there. Yeah. Uh, I, I spent 58 bucks on the Xbox sale and got uh, GTA 5 and uh, 
uh, 1.25 million, was it? Shark card with yeah. 15 cents less than the game, discounted price of the game on its own. I don't know how that works, but I, I thought, yeah, I'll have that. Yep, absolutely. Yep. You, you could buy Dragon Age, my game of the year for last year, uh, buy Dragon Age Inquisition, the standard version. Actually, it's cheaper to buy the standard edition and then buy the upgrade for the deluxe edition than it is to buy the deluxe edition outright. Um, save about three bucks, but it's not much, but it's something. And you can buy all of that for under 40 bucks. Yeah. And that's that's a 100-plus hour campaign game and everything like that. So, you know, spend your money wisely. I've got a whole bunch of other sale things we can talk about later. And, okay. Uh, and I, I, I have Dragon Age Inquisition and the interface mm. defeated me. I'm ashamed to it. I just never played it and I just gave up. <laughs> but anyway... Um, BlizzCon, extremely briefly, BlizzCon hit uh, a couple of weeks back. Uh, not a huge amount there from Blizzard. I mean, there was, but Overwatch um, is uh, definitely coming out. I think it's first half of next year. WoW Legion is scheduled for September next year, which seems an eternity away, but is actually two or three months sooner than what the last expansion was. Uh, and a, lot, a fair bit of excitement around that. Some, some nice new stuff there. Um, mm. And the the other games got a little bit of love. I think Diablo was the only one that didn't, but um, they all got a few announcements. And obviously StarCraft Two getting Legacy of the Void. So Blizzard's still really pounding away, and I think they're very excited about Overwatch. I, it'll be fascinating to see what impact that has. Well, the exciting thing with Overwatch is it's coming to the consoles as well. Yes, that's right. Hmm. So that's probably where I'll pick it up. Um, so, yeah, that's BlizzCon extremely briefly. Um, see, um, with Overwatch, see, people are a bit annoyed that it potentially might not be a free game. Might be one that they have to buy. I've oh. seen a few, few grumblings about that from what I heard. I think they should stop grumbling because it's pretty much going to be Battlefront, but it's got a campaign. Well, that'd be nice. <laughs> it, is, it basically is an arena shooter game. That's what it is. But they are promising a story campaign. And Blizzard do story very, very well, which we all know. So it, I think people should stop grumbling and pay for it. I assume the grumbling comes from it's always been compared to Team Fortress 2. I think so, yes. And probably also Heroes of the Storm and that as well. You've got the free part of the... I think, well, even Hearthstone, there's some... Is there some free stuff and some paid stuff Uh, in that? Hearthstone's totally free. I've never paid a cent for it. Yeah, so unless it's sort of the people coming from those two camps where you can actually just play the game completely free, whether they're annoyed at then having to pay for stuff, so... yeah. Yeah, but they're very different games, and Hearthstone is a um, well, it's not pay to win, but you've you've got all the microtransactions there, and same with Heroes of the Storm, they're all laid out in front of you as soon as you walk into the, the game, really. Um, but yeah, Overwatch, it they're building that up as a new full IP proper game, so it's going to be a MOBA style arena shooter, but it's also going to be you know it's going to have that full campaign there, so. Yeah. I I think now that they've announced the campaign there, that grumbling will go away. And last bit of Blizzard news is obviously there any you guys all seen the World of Warcraft movie trailer in, in five words or less. What did you think? Simon. Uh, do we have a profanity beeper on this show? Oh, it was just for Joe's child. Just oh. <laughs> No. I, I, I thought it looked beep, beepity beep, awesome. Good. Okay. Uh, David. Interesting story premises. Yes. Uh, ben? Uh, more story than destiny. 
And for me, it looked good. I'm, I'm still not convinced it's going to be great, but it looked better than I thought, so I can't complain. Uh, all right, that's enough Blizzard stuff. Uh, PS4 have announced backward compatibility, and even I, I know you put this on the running sheet, Simon, but even I read a little bit. It's Is it with all PS3 games? No. Yes, two, and not all PS2. Oh, PS2, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. But not all. No. Well, but not not really any at the moment. The only reason that anyone knows anything about this is because of I think it was a five game freebie giveaway that uh, you got if you bought the Battlefront PS4 bundle. Okay, that's right. Yes, because um, I think it came with the original Battlefronts or something, wasn't it? I mean, I know there was the uh, Super Star Wars SNES emulator version they've included in there. Yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it was. There was one or two, hang on, I think there was three PS2 games. And the, the reason that people know their PS2 games is, A, they were released on PS2, and B, when you actually ran them, they had the PlayStation 2 logo pop up before, uh, first before moving into whatever. Uh, so obviously they've got a functioning emulator of some description. Yeah. How it's all going to work is another matter completely. Uh, it's yeah. up it's going to be you put your PS2 discs in and and they run in emulation. It's more likely going to be a bespoke one that they're going to do on a per-game basis, most likely. Yeah. I've got a worrying concern that... Well, I hope the PS2 disc works, but I've got a worrying concern they're going to turn around and say, no, it's digital only, you have to buy the yeah. games. Which is the Nintendo model, so they've been able to yeah. emulate old stuff for ages, and that's what exactly what it was. You had to download it. Mm. Well, at least the Nintendo model was cheap. It so was, you know, yeah. if if they do it the same way, so you're paying five bucks for I don't know Shadow of the Colossus. That was a classic PS2 game. Um, you know, maybe that's not so bad. Well, on the, PS2- on the PS3, you were able to uh, go into the PlayStation Store and download. Um, was it PlayStation One games and minis and so forth? There were there were different tiers, but exactly how uh, how they ran on your system, I'm not entirely sure. And I think it's safe to say that the PS3 games appearing on your PS4, the chances of that happening are pretty much zero, just because of the complexity of the architecture. Yeah, of the PS3. yeah, the PS3 was shocking for that. Been ongoing problem right from the get go for that that particular platform so yeah that's obviously why they've gone with ps2 because that's the more achievable yes because obviously lower power and uh from what we've heard the games that they have got running so far uh, clearly the uh the frame rate's a lot better <laughs> so they're a lot smoother uh and there have been some enhancements in the graphics but uh you know it's uh three or four games not enough to really form a uh an absolute opinion on, and there was a bit of a, a bit of a, a storm about this because people basically saw that and then just assumed a whole bunch of things about uh, PS2 backwards compatibility and how it. Was. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully they clar- clarify that um, this coming weekend with the PS Expo. I really hope they, do. they call it. I really hope they do because um, certainly aren't always the best or most effective at communicating things. No, they are not. Opaque at the best of times. Yes. But it's not to work the same way as the as the uh, Xbox One, where you just put your disc in um, and download the uh, the revised title, 
or uh, if you've already got the game as a digital download, uh, it should already be in your in your game library. Yep. Excellent. And speaking of old consoles, uh, the Xbox 360 has turned 10. That blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So happy birthday to the Xbox 360. Anyone wanting to make any sentimental comments or... Where were you when you got your first Xbox 360? I never owned one, so that counts me out. I, I bought my Xbox 360 the week after launch in Australia, which was in March of 2006. I remember that, and I was living in Canberra, uh, and I bought it from the Dick Smiths in Woden. Nice. Uh, the game I bought with it was Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter, and I spent way too many hours on that than what I should have. Simon, what do you remember? Where were you? It's like when Elvis died. Where were you when you got your 360? Well, that's the funny thing. I can't remember what <laughs> when I got the 360 or what I, what, I, uh, what I got with it. I remember very specifically buying the original Xbox because I got that for Halo. Oh, yeah. Mm. Or that in Maya. And yeah, no, good times. That was before Xbox Live. And actually, Xbox Live was the reason I, I, uh, I got broadband. Upgraded from uh, dial up to, to broadband. It was specifically for Xbox Live. And that's probably something you remember more clearly is going from dial up to broadband. I know that's a key memory. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that was a significant difference. Just like uh, going from ADSL to NBN, I hear that's pretty cool. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Uh, gee, do you know, I think the first, I, I probably got the, the 360 from, uh, I do remember I got Perfect Dark Zero with it. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, I think I played like five minutes and thought, uh, I'm going to play something else now. Just didn't, didn't, uh, it's a very pretty game, but. Yeah. Mm. Sounds like Battlefront. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, well, it had a campaign, though. <laughs> and, David, did you have a 360? Um, yeah, but I didn't end up uh, using it much. And, again, it modded in that and had a lot, whole lot of games on it. But, yeah, I never really used it much. The only really got it on the PS3 and the PS4 sort of console-wise. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, that, that actually makes me, reminds me of um, something, a specific thought I had about the whole PS2 backwards compatibility thing is an awful lot of people who own a PS4 were Xbox players in the last generation. So PS2 isn't going to mean a goddamn thing to an awful lot of PS4 owners. So I'm, it's going to have a fairly limited appeal. Well, PS2 is the largest selling console ever. So yeah. it should have a pretty decent appeal, I'd imagine. I mean, a lot of those 360 gamers prior to be well, I suppose they're a bit older now like ourselves, but um, they were probably PS2 play, uh, gamers prior to the 360. Well, the Wii sold an awful lot of consoles as well. True, yeah. That's, that, that's another thing as well, is Xbox One sell, has sold fewer consoles, but the number of games people are buying for the Xbox One is actually at a higher rate than PS4. Mm. Owners, so you know, there's a lot of different metrics on what constitutes success, but that's a conversation for another day, I would think. But, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we could talk lot, for hours on that. A lot of numbers oh, to yeah. do things with. All right, um, so and, I actually, and can you believe the numbers that have been released because some do and some don't? True, mm. well, there's they still haven't got an official digital sales chart. No, no, probably never will, no. probably not. 
archaic bastards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I might actually skip because we're still talking consoles, and I think um, we, we just if you want to do a quick rundown, Ben, on the sales. So, what are the, the highlights you've seen as far as cheap games in as you know just a couple of minutes? Uh, okay, I'll try and do, keep this really, really quick. Uh, Xbox currently there isn't a huge amount of, of stuff on sale um, in comparison to the PlayStation uh, Black Friday deals that are on. Um, there are still a lot of really good sales on on the Xbox as well. So just really quickly on that front, uh, Xbox, I did notice uh, Telltale Collection was uh, $51.13. Um, I made quick mention at the start of the um, show uh, that uh, Borderlands, Tales from the Borderlands is probably one of the best Telltale games I've played. Uh, you can get that, the two seasons of Walking Dead, um, Game of Thrones season, which is now complete as well, and also the... Um, Wolf Among Us season uh, one, so That's you can get those five games for fifty bucks. You know, all, and all of them are now complete, so you're not waiting for any episodes to come out in the future. Uh, the Game of Thrones finished last week. Um, on the PlayStation side of things, actually on Xbox as well, Borderlands Handsome Collection has sixty percent off. Uh, Diablo three on the PlayStation is sixty five percent off. That's under thirty bucks. Oh, okay. Um, so, and it, Diablo 3 actually plays really, really well on a console if you haven't got it. Um, so have a look at picking that one up. Elder Scrolls Online on the PlayStation is 60% off. Uh, this was an MMO podcast originally, so Elder Scrolls Online, um, if you wanted to check that one out, it's forty-seven ninety-eight on the PSN, uh, so worth checking out. Uh, Journey, which was a huge ga- indie game from a couple of years back. Um, it actually won a lot of Game of the Year awards, beating out all the big names of the year. Like um, I think there was a Modern Warfare that year. Um, plenty of other games. Uh, it actually came out the same year as Walking Dead Season 1, which was also a contender for Game of the Year at the time. Um, it's 50% off for $11.48 for the Standard Edition. It's on PS3 and PS4. Uh, Dragon Age I mentioned earlier um, oh the other one uh, Destiny is actually cheaper that you can buy it in the uh, shops at the moment for the whole Taken King collection uh, 35% off uh, for 64.97 so that's probably the only time you'll actually see that cheaper digitally than um, at retail um, I think that's pretty much oh the last thing was um, I uh, PSN store credit is on special at 7-Eleven uh, until I think it's the 7th of December. Uh, two $30 uh, credit cards for uh, 50 bucks. Cool. So save yourself 10 bucks on the PSN store. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. Win. Um, and then, so I thought we might wrap up because we're getting long on time. Um, are you okay to hold over Sunset Overdrive, Simon? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So uh, I thought as a wrap-up, so this is the last show for the year. So for those who have listened for a while... We tend to, break, to take a bit of a break over Christmas, um, A, because we're just too lazy and playing lots of games, but also, Simon, you're actually jetting off for a few weeks, so um, that's it, a good excuse to not broadcast as well. Well, I, I have no idea whether the broadband at my mother's house in the crack end of nowhere would actually bear a, a, a VoIP stream of any sort. So No, fair enough, too. Um, so yeah, this will be the last one. So I thought it was appropriate in you know it's God forbid it's still a, nearly a month till Christmas, not quite. 
Uh, but games we want for Christmas. So I'll start with you, David. What, what are you hoping to get for Christmas gaming-wise? About the only other one that I want that's coming out surely is Just Cause 3. Uh, I find that starter game awesome for just playing on the PlayStation, just mm. sitting my bum down on the couch and causing wanton destruction. It's um, pretty awesome. Um, that's about the only one I really want. Uh, with buying uh, Fallout 4 and uh, Battlefront, though, and as saying, um, ah, shit, mental blank. Just Call 3. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, they're, they're about the only games that I really want I'm a, this year now. I might as well jump in there too because I'm pretty much the same because I've got Battlefront and um, Fallout 4. I can't think of anything that I might actually splurge out on the Legacy of the Void expansion for StarCraft 2, but I can't see anything else I'd jump at. Um, beyond Diablo, is I've been so cheap I might grab that, but... Uh, ben? When, oh, sorry, for next year, looking forward to Division. That's been another game I'm looking forward to, but, yeah, that'll be a next-year one. Cool. Ben, what's on your Christmas shopping list? Oh, I'm not entirely sure this year. Um, I don't know, maybe something I, don't, I wouldn't want to spend my money on so someone else can spend the money on it and buy me uh, maybe Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I've heard very good things oh, yeah. about that. Um, so I wouldn't mind checking that one out. Um I don't really. I can't really think of much else at the moment. Um, yeah, that's. I think Assassin's Creed Syndicate would be top of my gaming request list this year. Cool. And Simon. Well, I don't really have a games Christmas list because that would imply that I expect someone else to buy the game for me. But if I left that up to any any of the people likely to buy me presents. I'd end up with the wrong game or the right game on the wrong format. <laughs> Some, It'd like, be like that Simpsons episode where you get the putting game instead of Bone Storm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly like that. So for that reason, I've already bought myself Rise of the Tomb Raider and uh, today I jumped on Steam and uh, pre-ordered the... Uh, I'm sure is going to be awesome, Just Cause 3. There you go. Two people for Just Cause 3. I don't even know what it is. I have to check it out. Oh, David, David. Yeah, I know. Well, that... Check out a trailer. You'll love it. Cool. It's basically GTA in a different universe. Okay. It's basically... Cartel-style universe, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, like... Yeah, cartel island type... Um, uh, Cuba. That's the word I was looking yeah, for. Cuba that's... type... Uh, um, run... Uh, um, uh, shit, I'm failing. My brain's gone. That's uh, yeah. revolution I'll, I'll, style. I'll be quiet. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Cool. Just, just three words. Grapple gun parachute. And flying suit now. Okay. Yeah, wingsuit, yeah. Yeah, well, wingsuit, that's it. I think the best description I heard of it today was um, you can hack a jet while riding in the back of a plane in another jet. <laughs> if that makes sense. It is like plainception on a train and through a tunnel or something is ridiculous. Oh, just some of the other things that they've done now is they've, with the grapple gun, they've now got it where you can grapple two things together and say arguments, say for instance, if you grappled, say, an airplane to um, 
to a wall, it wouldn't move it. But if you keep on adding more and more grapples, eventually they do work and pull things together. So one of the examples I think they had in one of the videos, it's uh, two fuel tanks. So it's like putting, it put about five or so grapples in there in the demo and then all of a sudden it then pulled them together and exploded and then just caused this daisy chain of explosion through it. So so some of the stuff that you can do in the um, in the environment, they've just been improving it because I've played the other Just Cause series as well, um, for the first and second one. So I've always enjoyed them, um, but they're quite again they're quite a large game. So I've never actually ever completed one, but the fun that you have just going around capturing bases, causing destructions, awesome. Excellent. Uh, just think, David. Just think along the lines of if you cross Far Cry with GTA with Gary's mod. So I played one of those three, so I'll oh. I'll take your word for it. Okay. <laughs> I played uh, GTA three, I think it is. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, go me. I just realised here extremely quickly. I know I said we're going to skip over Sunset Overdrive, but um, pop culture side, two things. I think we need to pay due respect to the fact that by the time we come back, The Force Awakens will have hit and been in cinemas for three or four weeks, so you can expect... 19 days away now, isn't it? It is. It's getting close. So you can expect first episode back. We'll be all doing a review of that, I'm sure. I know I'm going to a midnight screening, which should be fun. Um, And the other one was uh, Jessica Jones, the latest Marvel TV series. I'm about five episodes in, and it's extremely good. So So highly recommended. Highly recommended. Oh yeah, I'm. I think I'm probably about the same. I watched a lot. Uh, actually, I'm on episode seven now. But I watched episode five and six this, this earlier this evening. It's really, really good. And David Tennant is yeah, David exceptionally creepy in it. He's he's brilliant. Yeah, he is. He's brilliant. And I, I, as a rabid Marvel comic collector, I have a big blank period of most of the '90s, and or actually most of the 2000s. So I didn't know who Jessica Jones was from a bar of soap, but still have enjoyed the hell of it, hell out of it. Obviously, no Luke Cage, but yeah. yeah. Have you noticed Hellcat in there as well yet? No, not yet. <laughs> she's, she's been around. All right, cool. Yeah. That's no way to speak of a lady. <laughs> Have you guys still been watching Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yep. Uh, not this season. Haven't started this season yet. I've... What do you think so far, Simon? Uh, I. It, it just does my head in because... They just keep going in places that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, the uh, shift again this season is like yeah. completely out there. I'm only up to episode four, I think, at the moment. But yeah, it's um, it's they sure it's like being on a very extreme roller coaster with ninety degree turns every few episodes. Definitely, and uh, a very sweet couple in the front car, desperately trying to kiss, but things keep getting stuck in their way. Yes, but I still enjoy it though, but it's, it must admit, it is kind of now starting to get a little bit hard to follow, and my love is waning. There you go. Oh. And just to link it back to gaming, the cat person that plays Ward is the one of the lead characters in Until Dawn that I talked about earlier in the show. Uh, yeah, I must admit, Until Dawn does intrigue me. I'll probably pick that up in the... <laughs> <laughs> After I've got rid of some of my backlog. You never will. Don't even pretend you're going to. You're like Newman in the mailroom in Seinfeld. It's it's just not fair. There's a lot out at the moment. There is. There really is a lot. All right. So then I'm definitely going to call it a show now. It's definitely a Christmas special. Um, I haven't there. bought full gear yet. 
What was that? Sorry? You haven't bought Metal Gear yet. Uh, Has there been a cheap version of it that's uh, second-hand yet? No. Because of that hashtag (coughs) Konami? Exactly. I'm sticking Mm. to that. Same same as I. Yeah. Oh, uh, just one thing before we go. I forgot. Uh, All games with gold on Xbox Live, um, 360 games going forward will be backwards compatible for the Xbox One. So if you have an Xbox One, you can now get all the Xbox 360 games that are coming up free for you on Games with Gold. Exactly. Oh, and the other thing to remember is Steam has sales, but don't forget Origin. Origin's also had sales, and sometimes they're worth having a look at as well. So I think they do a free one every month as well now. They do every now and then, yeah. Yeah, good. So many, yeah, so much time to add that into the gaming roster. Um, We're definitely going to call a show. So... Okay. That, that's us until sometime in January. Um, you'll see um, on Twitter when we're, we're back, we haven't actually... It's not that we, we've been misused about it, we just haven't bloody talked about it, but I'm sure mid-January or so. Uh, but in the meantime, if you'd like to offer an opinion, suggestion or some general abuse, feel free to email us at contact at oceanicgamer.com or visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash theoceanicgamer. You can follow all of us on Twitter. My handle is the Oceanic Gamer. Simon tweets under RPG, but it's RL, and Ben tweets under the Spawny with a Y thirteen. And David, uh, it, you're just it's underscore Casmas, isn't it? Casmas underscore. Uh, there you go. I nearly got it. Um, and One of these days. Yes. Uh, you'll find previous episodes of the show on iTunes. And I, just as I, I'm so thrilled it's taken three months, but finally the new podcast graphic appears on iTunes. I just about had a party this week when it finally um, Apple's RSS feed updated. And then I went and bought an Android phone. Good. Uh, <laughs> oh, and actually, that we're about to be on. Um, I've registered the podcast for Google Play, are about to add podcasts, and I'm waiting on an email from them whenever they actually go live with it, which could be two months or 12 months. I don't know but this this will be on Google Play. Uh, And we are currently also on Stitcher. So, yes, thanks very much for listening and thanks to all my three co-hosts. Merry Christmas, gents. Happy Christmas. Um, Or should I say happy holidays? No. No, No, Merry Christmas is fine. And may everyone's gaming wish come true. Ooh, nice sign-off. Yeah, it is. So sweet. Thank God we're not going to wreck it. We're just rabbiting on after that. I'm glad we just left it at that. Yeah, just to end it on that nice clean silence at the end. (laughs) So have a great week and remember, if your pug wipes, it's probably because one of us was in it. Good night. Good night. Bye. Ciao. to speak does not make one intelligent.